Hey, in this live episode from Hawaii, I'm going to talk about what are some of the things that you guys got to look for in finding your own chiropractor. All right, let's go. Mind, body, nutrition, the Triple Play Podcast. Because everybody's an athlete in this game of life. Get off the sidelines. Time to get in the game. Aloha, aloha, aloha. This is Dr. Mike coming back at you. And I am broadcasting live straight from the west side of the island on Oahu in Hawaii. Um, here for a little vacation. I uh, went to celebrate my grandmother's 90th birthday. Yep, and my entire family's here in Hawaii. And uh, I had a great time celebrating her 90th birthday. That's actually a a feat man to make it to 90 years old and she's happy and healthy and thriving and uh, it was great to spend time with her and right now we're actually on the beaches on the west side of Hawaii right now in uh, Ko'olina where you guys may have seen commercials for Aulani uh, the Disney resort here in Hawaii and so we're sitting over here kids are in the water kids are playing in the beach and uh, we just had a whole bunch of rain come down. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today was something that I, I've been seeing. We watched a documentary on chiropractic and I've been getting questions from a lot of people um, who's, who are listeners of the podcast and who, are, um, who, who may know me or who may have uh, a family that may be patients at our office. And they asked pretty much the same question. And they, their, their one question is, hey doc, how do I find a doc like you um, in, in my area? And so I got to thinking about this and I, I came up with a few things, you know, sitting, you know, I put myself in your shoes and I'm, I'm sitting in your shoes and I wanna, you know, you wanna know um, the things uh, and the criteria of w- w- what to look for in a doc. Because I know, you know, like, like for me, if I'm if I'm gonna pick out any any type of service, I'm gonna ask my friends and family, like, hey, who do you know is a great accountant? Uh, who do you know that uh, that or what which restaurant serves X Y Z great food? And we get those recommendations by word of mouth. And then what do you do from there, right? What how do we know uh, if this person is gonna be a right fit for us? So especially with the, the field of alternative medicine you know in the realm that i work in we we don't necessarily know what we're looking for you know so what i wanted to do in this episode was kind of give you a list of certain things that if i were a patient what i would be looking for uh, and obviously you know I'm, I'm a little bit biased because I'm, I'm coming from a standpoint of i know uh I know what I would be looking for, but these are just some general things. So I'm giving you my mind's perspective of what to look for in, in a practitioner um, if I were as a patient, but I also want to give you the knowledge of what I know. All right. So first thing that I would ask is what's your philosophy on chiropractic? That's a, that, that's the one thing that I would ask. And the reason why, why I ask that is a, a lot of practitioners um, will give you certain answers regarding chiropractic. And, and, and the reason why I ask this question first is the philosophy 
of what you're doing is going to be the basis for it all, right? The philosophy of what you are, um, what you're practicing is going to determine how you're going to practice. So especially in chiropractic, right? So if you guys go back and listen to one of the episodes where I talk about the history of chiropractic, you're going to see that there's so many different things that can be offered within this field. You know, there's, there's many different ways that people practice within chiropractic. So what I, what I want you to do is, one, you should learn about those things. And not all of them, but learn the history behind chiropractic. Go ahead and, and listen to that episode. The reason why I say learn about the, ask them about the philosophy and you want to learn about that is you want to see, do they look at chiropractic as just being something that will remove pain or is it a thing that they view it as being an overall improvement upon wellness? And the reason why I say that is the, the founding principle of chiropractic was that the subluxation, which is what we as chiropractors remove and identify and remove and treat. We look at subluxations and we remove those things through a chiropractic adjustment to the spine. So the founding principle of chiropractic is that the subluxation was the, is the cause of all disease and that there's three main causes of the subluxation, which is trauma, poisons, and auto-suggestion. Okay? So if, if a chiropractor is, is looking at removing pain, then if you are looking for something else, whether you, you know, you're looking for an optimization of your health and their philosophy is that the chiropractic adjustment is just for pain, your, your ideas may not match. And I'm not saying that the chiropractor is wrong. I'm just saying that the philosophies will not match if you're looking for somebody that's doing a more holistic and a total body approach. All right. So my practice, what we what we look at is that the you know the, the cause of all disease being subluxation, and that there's three main causes, which is trauma, poisons, and autosuggestion. So we identify, remove the subluxation through a spinal manipulation, and then we look towards the causes. One of the three causes, right? We look that there there may be some type of traumatic event to the to the body structure. Then we look towards any type of biochemical imbalances, stuff that's not supposed to be in your body, and stuff that we need to put in your body. And then the third one is auto-suggestion. What types of mindsets is keeping you in a subluxated state? Okay. So when we look at that, we identify those three main causes and we remove those, then the subluxation doesn't return, therefore mitigating the processes of the disease. Right? So that's why I say the philosophy is so important there. Now, so that's the first one. What is the philosophy? Second one I, you should always ask is, well, what else do you do besides a spinal manipulation? The way I was taught was that bones are immovable, meaning that without something else to move it, it would be stationary. So there are other things that are attached to the bones, which is ligaments, tendons, muscles. All of those things need to be taken into account to create stability in the subluxation. So if you're asking uh, the doc, what's your philosophy? And then they are there. They say, well, you know, we believe that, this, that the subluxation is the cause of all disease. And then you turn towards and you ask the question, well, what do you do besides that? And they should be able to answer that in a way where they're saying, well, we identify the things that's causing the subluxation and also keeping the subluxation from staying put. Okay. Basically, that means 
they should be able to identify other things that's keeping the subluxation from not staying in place, right? So if, if a subluxation is a bone out of place, then you got to be able to keep the bone in place, right? So if there's, if you, okay, for example, let, let, let's look at the, uh, let's look at a, a structure, a, a, a bony structure, and there's surrounding muscles, okay? So if you have a muscle on the right and a muscle on the left, and the muscle on the right is pulling more than the muscle on the left, wouldn't it be safe to say that the bone is going to go more towards the side that's pulling more, right? So if you look at anybody's body, there may be postural imbalances. So if, 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 if you like, say uh, the right side of your neck has muscles that are pulling more than the left side, it's safe to say that bones are going to be pulling more towards the right side, right? It doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. So if you adjust, right? If you adjust the bone, but you never address the reason why those muscles are out of balance, maybe that there's, there's some type of muscle shortening due to fascial adhesions or a neurological imbalance that needs to be straightened out, or maybe there's a biochemical imbalance because, you know, I'll get more into this in other episodes, but anytime that there's an imbalance in the body's organs, it will affect how the muscles will fire. And there's a whole line of all these things that will affect how muscles fire. So if those things are not addressed, then the bone will keep going into subluxation. Okay, so the first one again, philosophy, second one being what do you do outside of just applying a spinal manipulation? Now there should be there there are there's, there should be other things, right? There should be um, balancing of muscles. There should be uh, maybe that that you they take care of inflammation using various techniques, um, or there's even modalities like ultrasound, like um, a cold laser, uh, pulse electromagnetic field therapy, Graston, ART, uh, kinesio tape. You know, there's all these different types of ancillary things that will help to stabilize your body's structure. Okay, so that's the second one. Third one is. What would be your proposed treatment plan? That's that's something that you should you should know right off the bat, right? What's your proposed treatment plan? How do we get me from point A to point B, right? And a doc should be able to clearly lay out how we're going to get you there, and what are some of the obstacles you may run into. So there should be a timeline associated with this, and there should be some um, things that are gonna be laid out in different phases, okay? So what we do in our office is we lay out the different phases of your healing process. And we explain it to you in a sense of, here's how the body will heal once we start applying these things. And as the body heals, and as the body makes changes, we also apply different changes to your treatment plan, okay? So as the body changes, we apply different changes to the treatment plan, and then we are always tracking where we're going. Okay. We do this through various tests. We do this through symptom surveys. We do this through just you know plain clinical observations. Okay? So these are these are the questions you need to be asking, you know, the the doc that you're going to be seeing. Now, there's one more thing that that I know people want to ask, but I I really think that this doesn't really matter. 
Okay. But the, and the one question that it pops up to everybody's mind is how much is this going to cost me? And does insurance cover this? The reason why I say that this shouldn't be the main question is that I truly believe you shouldn't put a price tag on your health. Um, and secondly, the price should never, re it, the price never has a reflection upon what is going to be delivered. Okay. So I've seen practitioners charge $5 upwards to $5,000 for treatment plans. And in every equation, you know, like a lot of people will think, well, the $5 one should, you should get actually less than, or less, less value, I should say. You should, you're getting less value than the, the, the $5,000 one. And that sometimes that's not true. Okay, so the, the, the price should never be the issue. The reason why I say that is if, if we look at what chiropractic does, right, we are, we are creating vast changes in the body's neurology. We're, we're creating vast changes in the, in the body's biochemistry. And some of these things can mitigate certain things, you know, in the disease process. I've seen it firsthand. I'm not saying that it cures anything, but it does create neurological and biochemical changes. You can go to any, t any, uh, any journal and it's written there and there's all these different published studies that shows how chiropractic affects neurology and which neurology affects biochemical and organ function. Okay. So if we're creating that change without creating any type of damage, like some other pharmaceutical drugs does, then why wouldn't you want to do that? Right? You know, like you guys pretty much know my story by now is, you know, we lost my grandmother at age 61. And I still think about this every single day. How much money would I have given if I knew the things that I know now to one, mitigate the things that she was going through and two, to keep her around longer in a healthier state? Give everything that I have. And I see this, unfortunately, in my practice where patients come in when there's so much going on damage to the body that they want to get a reversal. These families are, they understand that money should never equate to a person's life. And that's why I say that this burning question, I think for a lot of people, sometimes I've seen it keep people from achieving their optimal health when it should never, ever do that. Okay. So... I hope this was informative for you. Like I said, I'll put I'll put this all in the show notes. And um, if you felt like you got some value from this episode or any other episodes, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes and share this with your friends and family members. The reason why we ask you to leave us a five-star review is that this helps us to get more awareness in iTunes or I guess it's called Apple Podcasts now. It, get, it helps us get more exposure and bring more awareness to other people. And it may, it just may save the life of another person. And send these to a friend, friend or family member. You never know where this will lead. And there's all, all different types of episodes. You guys can go back, make sure you guys subscribe to it as, as we get brand new episodes every Wednesday. Um, it'll be delivered right to your mobile device and you'll be able to listen to these new, new podcast episodes. All right, look forward to uh, chatting with you guys more and uh, hopefully this was informative for you. Till the next time, this is Dr. Mike Okuchi signing off saying be well and aloha. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a five-star review. Connect with me on Instagram at TriplePlayDoc. Stay tuned for more episodes. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the entire world 
Until the next episode, be well and aloha. Aloha.